Beautiful Anonymous is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hello to everybody who would get into the hot tub. It's beautiful, anonymous. One hour, one phone call, no names, no holds barred. I'd rather go one on one. I think it'll be more fun, and I'll get to know you, and you'll get to know me. Hi everybody, Chris Gethard here. This is our holiday episode. Things really worked out perfectly, serendipitously. Later on, you're going to hear a phone call between myself and none other than Mrs. Claus. I'll explain more in a second. First, I want to say happy holidays to everybody who's already celebrated their holidays. To everybody whose holidays are coming up at the end of this week. To people who don't celebrate religious holidays but are still using this as a chance to uh, touch base with their loved ones. It is the season for that, and obviously I think a lot of us are just thinking about, man, has it been a hard year. Ah, man, I didn't expect to get emotional, but at so many calls this year, you've heard from people who either explicitly have dealt with what's what's been happening or where it offhandedly comes up in every conversation, and there's now an end in sight. These vaccines are happening, and I just realized, man, thank thank you everybody who called and everybody was stuck with this show because it allows me to hang on to the larger world and, and feel less isolated and feel less crazy. And thank you. And I hope I hope it's had that effect on some of you as well. Did not expect that emotion to come out. Also, I've been having some emotional moments. Uh, I have to thank the Facebook group surrounding this show. So many people have been joining lately. And uh, there's a really beautiful thing that happened recently where a, a number of, of former callers have been checking in in that group. And it's been beautiful. We heard from Julia Harrison, who this call was in the, I think in the first half dozen calls of the show, checked in in the group recently. And that call was from 2016. And and so many people going, wow, I've thought about your call over the years a whole bunch of times. So great to hear from you. And then the caller from uh, Love is Everywhere, Heidi, and the caller from Whirlpool Galaxy posted a a picture of themselves hanging out together. And I didn't know this was happening. And Heidi sent a nice message along and I've met Charity in person. Um, I'm not sure if she said her name on the show. We can bleep that if we have to, but I think they put it in, actually she posted in the thread. Charity uh, uh, did as well. So we're good. And they hung out and they connected and they bonded and it blew my mind. And what, uh, just uh, what a community, what a community we have. This show that's one-on-one conversations. What a community. Thank you guys so much for helping get me through this year. Now, today's call, it's Mrs. Claus. What else do I have to say? Her husband looks like Santa Claus. So people said, hey, you should do the Santa Claus thing. And now she's Mrs. Claus and she does it too. And it's beautiful and it's funny and she's so nice. And I make a lot of dumb jokes along the way. And then, of course, because it's beautiful, anonymous, it it momentarily gets really intense. But by and large, this is just jokes with Mrs. Claus. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hello? Hi. Oh, hi. That was fast. Well. I didn't expect that. This is Chris. Yeah. Let's jump into it, right? No time like the present. I'm not out here, I'm not out here trying to waste your time. I'm, I'm trying to get into <laughs> it. How are you doing today? How am I doing? I got to tell you, I'm good. It's, uh, uh, it's, it snowed heavily here in New Jersey and my power didn't sh- shut down. So that's a good improvement. And then... Good. Yeah, and I had to shovel the driveway and figure out that uh, joy of homeownership, but I also got to take my son <laughs> sledding for the first time, and that 
that. Oh, sweet. Yeah, strangely meant a lot. That is fun. It is very fun. Yeah, I got a lot of good memories of sledding as a kid. And now all of a sudden I'm out here sledding with this little guy. It was good. Wholesome. It's really nice. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. It's a week before Christmas, so I'm excited. Yeah. Love Christmas. Yeah. I I I'm a little bit of a Grinch leading up to it, but now that now that I got Cal <laughs> around, it's easier to tap into the holiday spirit for sure. Right. Oh yeah. Kids are fun at Christmas. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah, and I hate to say it, oh, I'm about to say something that's gonna get people mad. <laughs> But one of the, well, one thing, it's just kind of, this is not a dislike of Christmas music or Christmas itself, but I do feel like the omnipresence of Christmas music tends to drive me slowly insane each year. Like the fact that every restaurant, every store, I just like, and now with the, with the quarantine, maybe one of the silver linings is that since I don't go anywhere, I'm allowed to enjoy Christmas more because I'm not just, I don't feel like I'm being like, it doesn't feel like a you know, water torture, but with Christmas music instead of water. Right. And usually they play the same songs. Oh, oh. Yeah. So I'm happy. I think that's actually, I hadn't thought of that before this moment, but it's helping me enjoy the Christmas season a little bit more right now. Hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ready for Christmas? Pretty ready. I've, there's a few things I've ordered um, that haven't arrived yet, and it's stressing me out. And hey, yeah. since I don't, I don't think my wife's going to hear this one necessarily before Christmas. So let me just say this: Hey, hey, Tim from Culture mm-hmm. Clash Records, I ordered some speakers from oh, you, no. and if anybody's out there <laughs> oh, looking no. for audio-related uh, gear, accessories, records, of course, this community needs to support Culture Clash Records. But I've been checking the PO box, Tim. Where's my speakers? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked him up after his call. That was really neat. Uh, he's the best. He's the best. Yeah, and he runs a great store and legitimately selling a lot of very cool stuff online. So always happy to That's plug. Awesome. Good old Culture Clash awesome. Records, the official record store of Beautiful Anonymous. Now, how about you? Are you ready for yeah. Christmas? Just about. I'm in the same boat. I'm waiting for about six packages. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one that says it might be lost. Ooh, no so... Problem. Yeah, it's for one of my kids, though, and they're adults, so what I usually do if something like that happens, which is rare, but I'll print it, and that little notice that says it's coming or it's lost, mm-hmm. and I'll put it in an envelope and put it in their stocking or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, That's nice. Yeah, I, I can't imagine being a postal worker, so I'm trying not to complain, but at the same time, it's stressful because I get some packages for people like at work, and I can't really give them a slip of paper. <laughs> it and doesn't now, seem the same. You and I are something uh, serendipitous is as you and I are speaking, I'm looking out the window here in my house in New Jersey. Who pulls up but the UPS driver as we UPS? speak? Well, that's good. My hand that's to God. Good. Look at that. Maybe that's the one. Yeah. Who knows? Who hmm. knows? Hopefully. Well, my husband plays Santa. So you're Mrs. Claus. Yeah, I am. Do you now? Do you play Mrs. Claus, or are you just Mrs. Claus in that you're married to Santa? No, I play Mrs. Claus. You do. Got the whole shebang, the wig and the dress and the apron. Yep. And did you did you guys sign up for this together, or is did you get sucked into it because your husband wanted to be Santa? <laughs> A little bit of the late, the latter. I did not uh-huh. sign up for it. But he. He looks like, you know, he, he looks like he would make a good Santa. And um, for four or five years ago, people kept telling him, you should play Santa. You should play Santa. Yeah. And um, a lady that runs a local restaurant, they have like three locations, <laughs> <laughs> kept saying, you should play Santa. And then she finally said, if I buy you the suit, will you play Santa? At the restaurant? Yeah, at the restaurant. She did a, a, a toy drive for foster children. Well, that's so nice. And yeah, so how I said, how can you say no to that? And she asked him what he would charge, and he asked me, and I was like, I I wouldn't charge anything. She's buying the suit. It's for children. <laughs> I would go do it. I would just do it. And so that's what we did. She bought the suit, and he um, 
put it on, and he has a real beard. He always grows his beard out in the wintertime because normally we go to Maine, and it's cold, so he likes to get that beard for us for his face. And um, it was really magical, truly. I know that sounds, you know, it's Christmas and it's magical, but it really was. Seeing the people, not just the kids, even the adults, when they see Santa, it just, one of the very first ladies that saw him was an elderly lady and she got out of her car and her husband got out of the driver's side and she goes, it's Santa. I'm going to sit in his lap. <laughs> and her husband just looked at her and was like, whatever. And so she walked over, walked over to him and she sat in his lap and it was just the sweetest thing. That's, so, so that's how it started. Nice. That's how it started. And do you still, yeah. so is this something you do annually at the, at the restaurants or have you, has, have you guys expanded your Santa operation? Are we doing malls, department stores? Yeah. Um, we expanded a little bit, but we still do the restaurant. Not this year. Cause she, um, yeah. for obvious reasons, reasons yeah. she said she couldn't do it this year, but yeah, we, uh, we did this. We do the all three locations. Um, we went to the high school one year. Um, and she was one, a lot of people, they'd see me and I'd take him there, but I wouldn't be dressed up that first time. And they were like, you should play Mrs. Claus. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but they kept saying it. So then I started thinking about it and then I finally decided to give it a try. And it was really fun. I was, um, surprised because I get nervous and, you know, I always worried about what to say. Um, we did one at the high school and this young girl, it was a, a, a special needs class mm-hmm. at the high school and it was their, like their lunch break. And so they were coming through in groups and this one girl in one group was talking to Santa and nothing out of the usual. And she looked at me and she goes, what's your first name? And I froze. I was like, what am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to tell them my real name? Am I supposed to make something up? What am I supposed to, you know, like my greatest fear, what am I going to say? Mm-hmm. And I, like a light bulb at the end went off and I looked at and I was, I said, um, Mrs. It's Mrs. <laughs> it's my first name. And she was okay. She was, what do you do all day? And I said, I bake cookies for Santa. And she goes, okay. And went about her lunch. And when it was time to leave, they all cycle back through. And she, she come back over to me and she goes, Mrs. Claus, you really should find something else to do besides just bake for Santa. Mm-hmm. Some <laughs> like, feminism. Okay. Some real modern feminism showing up. Yeah, get a you're life. Just, you're but, not just here to cook. You're not just here to cook for Santa. You're Mrs. Right. Claus. You're in, it's 2020. You're empowered on your own. That's right. I love that. Very true. Yeah. I love that, that somebody threw that down there. Now, okay. I have some questions coming to mind. One, something well-known that all Santa operations have to deal with. How do we deal with these child meltdowns? You got to have a meltdown (laughs) or two, right? Yes, yes. Um, Well, that's the parents' responsibility. So luckily, we let them deal with it. We had a um, a one-year-old that didn't want to even look at Santa. And he screamed and he screamed. And they finally said they wanted the picture, so... You know how you, when you have a baby or a one-year-old, you, you'll put them near something and then you'll pull them back and then you'll put them near it and then you'll pull them back, try to get them to laugh a little bit mm-hmm. or to get more comfortable. Mm-hmm. They started doing that towards Santa and, and the mom said, okay, I'm going to plop him in your lap and then we're just going to take the pictures. So just smile. And that's what they did. They plopped him in his lap and the kid, <laughs> poor boy, was just screaming. But they took some pictures and there's Santa smiling and there's that little boy. Santa's holding him, but he's screaming. But. I love then they that. took him back and he was happy. Don't you feel <laughs> I feel like there's probably people out there listening who you have the meltdown and I bet it's so stressful in the moment. But when your kid does yeah. that and your kid's two, I bet by the time your kid is like eight or nine, even you're already treasuring that photo more than any other year. Right. When your kid is 15 yeah. and you can bust it out and be like, yeah. Look at uh, look at this. Like, I, if I remember right, my mom told me I once freaked out at the Easter Bunny. But I'm I if I'm remembering the story, I may have punched the Easter Bunny as a kid. I may have really oh. flipped out physically. <laughs> and my mom gets more joy out of that story, I'd imagine, than being like, "Here's a picture of a baby with the Easter Bunny." No, my son he tried to knock out the cold cock the Easter Bunny. 
I hope nobody's ever tried it's, to uh, co- cock Santa. And... <laughs> you ever have that? You ever have a kid get physical? No? Not just, just pulls the beard. Mm-hmm. The, the babies will pull the beard. Yeah. But, and that's cute. And they get a good grip. It is cute. It's very cute. There was a two-year-old, you mentioned the one-year-old, Brian, there was a two-year-old that didn't want to get on Santa. And his mom kept saying, will you go sit on Santa's lap? And he grabbed like a little, a little um, stool or a little ottoman and pulled it next to Santa. And he goes, I'll sit here. Precocious. <laughs> and that's where he had his picture taken. <laughs> precocious, adorable. Yes. yes. And do these kids ever say things that just melt your heart right out of your chest? Are there kids who step up and oh. just go, I want, I don't need any toys, Santa. I just want ev- everyone to be happy. Do you get things like yes. that? Actually, oh. yeah, that, that little boy that sat right next to him, he, uh, Santa kept asking him what he wanted for Christmas. And, oh, I don't remember what he wanted something to do with the TV show. And he wanted a hammock for his sister, his baby sister that hasn't been born yet. And his mom said he didn't know, she didn't know where he got that from, but he was consistent. He wanted a hammock for his baby sister mm-hmm. that hadn't mm-hmm. been born yet. And my husband kept asking him, well, what else do you want? And he said, I don't need anything else. That's all I want. Just a hammock for One toy for himself and a hammock for his baby sister. A hammock. A hammock for a baby. He just wanted to have a really relaxed baby sister. Yep. I like that. Wasn't even born yet. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, that's sweet. We weren't sure. um, uh, Cal's what? He's going to be... Oh, wait. What day is it? Oh, he's 20 months old as of yesterday. My son is 20 months old. And uh, Sam, we weren't sure, right? We're like, are we going to listen? If you're listening with a young child, maybe now's the time for some pause or distraction. But we're sitting, <laughs> we're sitting here, we're going, what do we think about the Santa thing? Like, we're not religious people. And mm-hmm. it's a thing that you have to explain down the line. And mm-hmm. it's kind of traumatic. Uh, you pull the rug out. And then mm-hmm. our new neighborhood we got a flyer that Santa comes around and they on the fire truck and they park the fire truck at this. They say, get to this part of the neighborhood at this time on this day, Santa will be there on the fire truck. And as soon as Santa showed up, we were like, well, we're all in. How can we not be all in? This is magical. All the kids are flipping out. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, my son's young enough that really what he loved most was the fire truck. Um, Oh yeah. (laughs) Loved the fire truck, but it's magic. I mean, at least it's very at, magical. At, at least a few years here, we gotta let this kid enjoy the Santa. Yes, yes, they do get to an age, and my my oldest child, in in reality, when she got to be that age where she knew the difference, and I finally told her that yes, you're right, there, we're Santa, there is no Santa, and she looked at me and she said, "So you lied." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I lied. <laughs> my wife. Uh, by then, you've taught him not to lie. <laughs> yeah, my my wife said she was the kid who hung on to it. Like, was other kids were going? No, seriously, we're telling you. And she was going, "No, what are you talking about? It's real." And then we have a family friend who uh, famously asked her folks, and when her folks said, "Well, no, you know, here's the truth," that they the she just paused and looked at her parents and went, "And what else are you lying to me about?" Yep. <laughs> what else are you lying about? And uh, so it has that side of it. But then we're down there near the fire truck. I'm going, all right, I'm in. All right, I'm in. Yeah, it, it is. It got me. It's, it's, you see things. It's so much fun. And I wonder if you have this as well. I mean, you've mentioned that you're a parent, your kids are grown. But I, I have to imagine that being Mrs. Claus, there must be this really beautiful, like you get, to you have a unique perspective into an innocence and naivete that most people don't get to feel again after they're what seven eight years old right you must get to feel it because i know like with me Uh i've recently realized my kid loves trucks so much and now i'll be driving around and i'll pass a construction site and i'll go oh cal would love this and then I start to realize, oh, wait, this is now transferred to a point where I'm just kind of into trucks. Like I see- You're enjoying a, it too, yeah. <laughs> I see a bulldozer and I'm like, yeah. And you must get, do you, you and your husband, do you get to have some version of that? Yes, definitely. 
Ah, that's awesome. I think that's why it surprised me that very first time when that when that older lady got out. I didn't expect that. You know, the kids I expected. When the kids see Santa and they go running into his arms, it's just it's magical as well, but you kind of expect it. When you see older ladies and gentlemen get excited, it's just it's really magical. It's so sweet. You get to mean something. You get to mean something. I your hope hu- so. Yeah. Your, your husband grows a good beard. Mm-hmm. And therefore, for <laughs> a, a, a couple weeks a year, you and he get yep. to be the conduit for a lot of people to probably be. I bet when people, right, when an older person gets out of a car and goes, all right, it's Santa, that's probably the, <laughs> that's probably the least cynical moment an adult gets to have every year. The least yes. stress, the least anxiety. You just have that quick reaction yeah. and you guys get to soak that in over and over again. Exactly. It is wonderful. That's incredible. It must be good. Is that it good? visit that... Oh, go with that visit. What? No, no. <laughs> the visit at the high school we had done, there was a, a boy there that had just started and the teacher had warned us that he was, um, he wasn't able to verbally speak. He made, you know, guttural sounds, but he didn't, he didn't talk and they were just getting to know him. So they didn't know his triggers or what he needed exactly. And they wanted to let us know so that if there was any problems, we would know. And when he sat down next to Santa, he put his hand on top of Santa's hand. And just rubbed it, rubbed the glove, rubbed the fur right there at the end of the sleeve. And he would not get up. He didn't. He, they kept coming over and saying, do you want us to take him? Do you want us to move him? And, and my husband was like, no, he's fine. And they came back and they were like, this is the most calm we've ever seen him. She goes, I don't know if it's the suit. I don't know if it's you. I don't know if it's Santa. She said, but he has never been this calm since he got here. That's and it was just such a sweet, sweet feeling. That's the best. That's the best. I uh, I can't help but notice in there though. You corrected yourself. You <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You said, and then Santa. I, I, I mean, my husband. You bought in. Yeah. You have moments where you buy in, where you look at this person and go, "It's Santa." Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's easy to do. It's not your. It's not your. You you said Santa. You didn't say my husband at first. You caught yourself there. <laughs> yeah that's true when my oldest daughter saw me for the first time in, in costume in my full the gown the the wig makeup the glasses all that her expression surprised me because she knows me it's me and, and her expression was like oh my goodness <laughs> she really do look like Mrs. Claus <laughs> and it brings up a thing, which is everybody knows the Santa uniform. There's variations, but we all know. Red, yes. white trim. Mrs. Yeah. Claus, I feel like it's a little bit less prescribed. Do you, you have to sit down and go, now what really captures the essence of Mrs. Claus? Mm-hmm. Do you switch I do. it up I, to And experiment? I actually, I put that on my Christmas list for my kids. I was like, I want a book of Mrs. Claus. There's got to be a history that I don't know about. It is there. And I don't know if I'm... Yeah, I'm sure there is. I don't have it. I need it. Oh, and that's for this year. If I don't get it for that's Christmas, I'll just buy it myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's Wait. for this year's Christmas. Yeah. List. Yeah. So I want to do more research and I want to look into more different styles because I see a lot of pictures of some gorgeous dresses and I've got two, so I want more. <laughs> but I also want to just, just want to research more about the history. There's got to be a history of yeah. Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Do you ever get put in a position? Because <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine a parent hitting a breaking point right before they see. Like, do you ever get in a position where some a parent tries to use you as a deterrent? Like, in my mind, do you ever have you ever run into someone walking in and going like? Tell him he's getting called Santa because the little bastard punched his brother on the ride over here and he's on the naughty <laughs> list. So can you please vary? Like, do you ever have them parents trying to use you as a weapon against their kids who need, uh, who need to shape up? It's something my dad would have done. My mom, actually, my mom would have done that. Sally, if you are listening, you know, if I was bad, you would have said, okay, we'll just wait till we see Santa. 
And then we would have seen Santa. He said, Santa, listen to all the stuff. That's where that question comes from. Anyway, I love you, Ma. We'll be right back. Beautiful Anonymous is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. All right, everybody, the break's over. Maybe you got some good ideas for last-minute holiday gifts in there. Now let's get back to Mrs. Claus. Ever have them parents trying to use you as a weapon against their kids who need a... who need to shape up? A little bit. Now and then. A little bit now and then, yeah. Uh, we had one say, you know, we just want Santa to know if you could just mention he needs to keep his hands to himself at daycare. <laughs> uh-huh. That you're watching. Um I lost my train of thought. I had another one. I forgot. And then oh. Santa has to go, kid, stop throwing hands. Stop throwing these hands, kid, or else yeah. we're going to have to give you a lump yeah. of coal. Yeah, exactly. He had two brothers sitting in his lap, very young, like probably three and five, and they started doing what boys do where they start hitting each other and just kind of <laughs> messing with each other. And the mom said, boys need to stop doing that. You know, Santa's watching. And then she stopped. She went, literally, he's right behind you. <laughs> And meanwhile, your husband's sitting there as a fist fight breaks out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and here's something I've never thought about. When you're leaving these locations, there's a chance these kids are going to see you. So do you have to like, you. do you have, do you get to change there or do you wait until after closing or do you have to just like awkwardly go out to your you know, yeah. your, your, your Honda Civic or whatever you drive and just yep. <laughs> head, head home dressed as Santa and Mrs. Claus. That's what we do. And so if it's not dark out, of course, we have cars that will slow down and you'll see them with the cameras and their phones and <laughs> others. There. We went by a big truck and all of a sudden they were honking as we went by. And yeah, so we go dressed as it. It's easier than see, trying to change beforehand. See, it's, you know, like... Pull up at a red light and there'll be kids in the car next to you going like, where's, <laughs> yeah. where's the sleigh? Where's the reindeer? And then you have to be like, it's, it's a Prius. It's a hybrid. It's better for the environment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully we're not uh, oh, disturbing any children from there with the, we went to one home and the, the mom was really smart. She, she brought all the kids into another room when we got there and then brought them out. And then when we left, she did the same. She goes, now you guys need to go back out. Um, I think she had the garage set up with hot chocolate and cookies and stuff. She said, because um, you can't see Santa and Mrs. Claus leave, but you, you ruin the magic. So she hit them all while we left. <laughs> so you do home visits. Yeah. Yeah, we started doing that um, a little bit last year. And we've done, that's basically all we've done this year because it's just a private uh, two parents and their kids and sometimes another sister or brother you know it's, it's very small gatherings and that's all mm-hmm. we've done this year mm-hmm. smart safe uh, does yeah. santa, yeah, santa exactly. mrs claus wear masks in that situation we do i have masks um and i santa will wear a mask but he prefers a visor because it doesn't mess up his beard right that makes sense so makes whatever sense. the whatever the parents want and that's what we do in 99.9 percent of the time they want it off for pictures some have taken a few of both but they want the picture without it Okay. Okay. A chance, a chance being taken, but I, I, it's Santa, and uh, I'm having two thoughts come and to it's mind. Just the kids. One is, yeah. um, I wonder if, and feel free to use this because we got a few days left before Christmas. If any of the kids go, wait, Santa, even you have to wear a mask. I thought you were magical. Maybe he can respond, "Ho, ho, hovid, kids. We all have to wear a mask." <laughs> Maybe you can use that. I like that. <laughs> feel free. I will tell him. To rip that off. And I then another response I have is you mentioned that a mask and a beard, not a great combo. And it, yeah. I have to say for any, any listeners out there, if you know what I look like, the mask and glasses, it's, you know, we have these thoughts. The main reason I want this COVID to go away 
is because it needs to go away because people are sick and dying and families mm-hmm. are being yes. torn apart. And obviously all those are above my petty concerns. As far as my individual concerns, if I never need to walk around breathing fog into my own glasses, mm-hmm. it's inescapable. Mm-hmm. And then I've had people try to tell me, oh, you wear wear your mask like this and then put the glasses oh, over it. Yeah. And then my glasses slide. Oh, so you have the glasses. So he's sitting there breathing into his beard, and that's gross. And then you're sitting there with fogged up glasses. Yep. Yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't man. found that trick. I've seen some people how they can put that mask under their glasses, and it just doesn't work for me. I can't. I can't see as well, and it just doesn't feel right. I either find. I either wind yeah. up with the fabric of a mask touching my bare eyeball, which is a, a truly a horrific feeling, or the glasses just slide right off my face due to the. The fact that that cloth can't catch him. Anyway, I could complain forever. It's the Christmas episode. What are we doing? I'm going to sit here and complain. I can't do that. Can't do that. No, nobody likes wearing the mask. But if it helps, then that's what we do. Now, what happens if Mrs. Claus needs to take a bathroom break or something along those lines? How do we deal with the fact that at the end of the day, there are human concerns that extend extend beyond the magical elf magic? Right. Luckily, that hasn't been a, a problem yet, although we did talk about it because I, I said to him, I said, we, we drove one time that was like a 40 minute drive. And I was like, well, you know, you need to empty your bottles now because we can't get there and then ask you to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I usually chew gum along the way. So I don't have any urge to drink anything. Mm-hmm. I'll bring a bottle of water to drink afterwards. Smart. Um, Smart. But yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get there and be like, hey, can I use your restroom? Yeah. <laughs> Right, I like, mean, you don't have to walk in. And, oh, I'm so sorry, kid. Miss, Mrs. and Mrs. Claus had one too many cups of coffee today, and then ate kale. So, if you could just give us a few minutes, you can't have that. Eat something binding. Yeah, no. Santa and Mrs. Claus yeah. have to eat something binding in the morning. Yeah. Well, that got gross. I'm sorry, I put that. Go ahead, in everybody's right. No, it's totally my fault. I went blue in the Christmas episode. I apologize. Uh-huh. It is something we've discussed. We just don't want that to happen. And the home visits, is this, are you picking up a little, a little cash for the, the, come on, this, this ain't a school visit. This is not a Toys for Tots thing anymore. This is, let's, let's (laughs) talk business. What's the going rate for a Santa and Mrs. Claus visit here? We have, and it, it wasn't like the goal or the reason we were doing it. And yet, because we didn't charge anything when we went to the restaurant or to the school, and next year, if they're able to do it, we won't either. Um, but for when we started doing home visits last year, and um, we collected a little bit here and there, and I was like, well, I don't know what to charge because I don't want to overcharge because this is for the children. This isn't mm-hmm. this isn't to pay the bills. This is for the children. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I understand it's a lot of our time because we're going to drive there and spend some time there and then drive home. And we both have work and other things going on. So, you know, it's in our family. So... I looked it up and it it varied from what I found from a hundred to two hundred dollars an hour for Santa. Woo. Um yeah. We charge thirty dollars for half an hour. I don't I can't I can't do a hundred or two hundred. I wouldn't as a parent I wouldn't have been able to afford that. And yeah. Um when my I had four kids when my, my kids were growing up, there's no way I could have afforded that. Um, so I don't, I don't want to put anybody else in that position because I want their children to be able to see Santa. And do we count travel time? Now I'm starting to think as a touring comedian, are we counting travel time as part of this hourly rate? He does. I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I get it. We don't want to drive all day. and then. Um, <laughs> so we, we're trying to stay as local as possible. So if he books the gig, if, he, we were, if he gets on I the phone, the it's gigs. 90 I'm bucks. The, <laughs> if you get on the phone, it's thirty bucks. Yeah. No, I do all of the the main booking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I set up a Facebook page, and um, I did that last year. I got it started, and then I've used it this year to. It was a learning experience. It's. I have to still imagine, a learning experience. I have to imagine a lot of it's word of mouth, though, right? Like you go in, you're pleasant, it goes yes. well, and then a family calls their friends and goes, "Hey, I'm." Here's the thing too. Here's the sad part. Here's the sad part. When you're dealing with this where, and I, I mean no offense to you because you guys fell into this. Someone said you should do this. I'll buy you the uh-huh. suit. 
I have to bet there's a lot of families where you're not even calling your neighbors or, you know, the other kids' parents from school going, hey, I found it. You're not even saying, I found a really good Santa. They really, it was a great Santa. I bet they're going, I found, I had a home visit from a Santa and it was normal. There was nothing weird about it. They were just like level-headed people who think it's like a fun little sidekick. Like, (laughs) right? Because I bet there's people who have some horror stories of having a weird Santa, Mrs. Claus visit. I bet you have that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we do. I hope we don't, but uh, no, I, don't know I can if tell other already. Do. It's I very can. obvious already. <laughs> oh, these are just nice people who have realized this is like a fun and giving thing to do. Yeah. We've had some good recommend, uh, good reviews, lots of positive feedback so far. Nice. A lot of the parents like to leave a gift outside, um, and we have a sack. We'll, we'll put the gifts in inside the sack, even if it's only like two gifts, because it makes it look more uh, legitimate. Uh, and um, we get every variation of that, though. We've had some gifts that the kids just loved. And then we had one, one, one parent, set of parents that gave their, their two sons, uh, like certain ornaments, like I think it was an Avengers ornament. And it was the older boy liked his and the younger boy looked at it and he goes, I didn't want this. <laughs> Which is very unfortunate because Santa gave it to him, um, but we didn't pick it out. <laughs> well, that's a real learning lesson for that kid, right? I remember. Yeah. That, I, <laughs> I remember. I, I'll tell you though, that's a good. I remember when I was a kid once going to a birthday party, and I was. This was when I lived in my first house, down across from Washington Street School in West Orange, New Jersey. So I was, we moved out of the house when I was five, but I remember another kid, someone gave him a gift at his birthday party and had a melter and he's going, I have this already. And I so distinctly <laughs> remember my mom sitting me down and going, now you saw that. And yeah. if that ever happens to you, you just say, thank you. And as mm-hmm. long as you're nice about it and you don't make a person feel bad, we'll get you a different present someday and you'll be fine. But you could see that made people feel bad. I said, yeah, and I tell you, I still think about that. I still think mm-hmm. about that when receiving gifts. So that that kid with the ornament, I bet his parent, I bet he left, and the parents' parents went, "You don't talk to, okay. s- yeah. you don't talk to Santa that way." Did you see Mrs. You made Mrs. Claus feel so awkward. You don't do that when people are nice to you. That's a learning moment. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah, I probably would have done the same thing your mom did. It's a good learning moment to take a side and just explain. Yeah, we'll fix it afterwards, but... You got it. Now, I'm going to bring up something that might be touchy for you. Have you seen the movie Bad Santa? Yes. I'm going to let you... I have. (laughs) I'll let you know something on my end is... I had never seen it because I figured... Like I said, the Christmas music, it's a little omnipresent to me. So sometimes I get feel a little saturated... I figured Bad Santa is one of these movies. It's a Bad Santa. By the end, he had changes his ways, heart of gold. My wife finally was like, no, it's a little different than that. And I watched this movie and it instantly became one of my favorite movies of all time. That being said, I'm a comedian and I have a sick comedian brain. That movie is one of the most inappropriate things of all time. Yes, but it is funny. So Mrs. Claus and Santa, you sit down to watch Bad Santa What's going through yeah. your brain on this? You have a different perspective than I do. <laughs> definitely learn lessons on what not to do, but oh, it, that is a funny movie. It is. That's where the little boy makes the sandwiches, right? Want a sandwich? Oh, my goodness. Uh, spoiler. If you haven't heard it, turn down your volume for 30 seconds. When he is in his house and he gives him the report card and Billy Bob mm-hmm. Thornton looks at him and goes, Thurman? Who's Thurman? Your name's Thurman? I And it's like 85% of the way through the movie. And I go, oh, he's been living in this kid's house for months. He hasn't even asked him his name. I like, I like honestly couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. And that's one of the more subtle jokes in the whole movie. But the idea that he never knew that mm-hmm. kid's name. And it was, yep. I mean, about 15 minutes from the end of the movie. Oh, my God, did I laugh. I would, if, if you, if we ever meet. You want a money? There's a money maker. There is a money maker of an idea. You guys, you you rent a movie theater and you advertise, come watch Bad Santa with Santa. With Santa. uh, (laughs) Yeah, and you have it be adults only and it'll be a private event so you can sell booze 
and people can take their wow. pictures with Santa at Bad Santa, and then you get to say like, okay, okay, uh, grown up boys and girls, here's how we never want to act, and you have these cult screenings, Bad Santa with Santa. <laughs> everybody gets drunk. Everybody gets blackout drunk out of their cores and has a real good time. That's a money maker for you. <laughs> that that sounds fun. Sounds interesting. There's a lot of ways you could be financially exploiting huh. this Santa gig. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm less creative about that. You could okay. <laughs> I'm gonna help you brainstorm. I'm gonna help you brainstorm this a little bit. How about this? Um, okay, Easter time. You do you do a comedy event where Santa boxes the Easter Bunny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would pay. Easter Bunny. I would pay money for that. Yeah. You do it in college towns. You do it in college towns. Yeah. Watch Santa fight the Easter. You get an octagon. <laughs> Watch Santa fight the Easter Bunny. Tooth Fairy's the referee. Boom. You sell that sure. out. I might do that one. <laughs> I might do that one. I don't know how nobody's know got to that yet. That's just one of my many money-making ideas. Um, yeah, that's probably the only, that's actually probably the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. I feel like I've weirded you out a little bit. No, no, you didn't, no. <laughs> no, I like, I like the Cla theater idea one. But I feel like Mrs. Claus is, I feel bad because I'm sitting here in my head going, I have officially yeah. gotten Mrs. Claus to feel uncomfortable and clam up a little bit. That's no, not no, a, no, I'm not. That's not I'm a really good not. feather in the game. That's not a good thing on the resume. Once made Mrs. No, no. Claus, once made Mrs. Claus sit in shocked silence on the phone because I suggested her husband beat up the Easter Bunny. <laughs> no. I don't know where I'd get an Easter Bunny, though. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be the Easter Bunny. It knocked me out. Now, your husband shaves his beard for the most of the year? He, he, yeah, he used to. He doesn't as much now. He let it, he, normally he shaved it um, towards springtime. And my family is from Maine. Um, I grew up in, I was born in Connecticut and I grew up in Maine. And I like the snow. I love the snow. And I don't live where we see much snow anymore. Um, so we go up there once a year. So come like the fall time, he'd start growing it out. And then when we got back from Maine, he had shaved it back off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mostly, so it really is like a superhero thing. It's got that natural look. It really is a that? superhero. It really is a superhero. This is not yeah. like uh, you're not out at the buffet in April and kids go, Santa. Like, he has a secret identity. Oh, they do now. Oh, they, they do. do now because he hasn't cut it for a few years. Mm -hmm. And he gets it groomed. He goes to the hairdresser and she keeps it um, silvery gray. Um yeah. Really? And turns it for him and yeah, she showed him how to straighten it out so it's a nice straight, very nice looking beard. So he's we all went, in. Um, he's all in now, yeah. Yeah, so I had to go all in. I was just tiptoeing at first, but now I'm all in. But yeah, we went to a bed and breakfast in September, October. And the lady there, you know how they have breakfast together mm. with the other people that are seeing this. She goes, you look like Santa. And he goes, well, I am. <laughs> And so she took a picture with him to send to her grandkids to say she just had breakfast with Santa. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so he, he, he's he got the look now. And when when you're out in public, does he have to snap into Santa mode if kids freak out? Is he ready at <laughs> a moment's notice? Okay, everybody, we're going to pause one last time. I'm going to just reiterate. Now is the last chance you have to get these presents. And who knows, maybe some of these things were advertised. It would be a great gift for someone in your life. We'll be right back. Beautiful Anonymous is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. 
We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Buckle up, Mrs. Claus. Let's, let's, let's get to the real nitty-gritty. Is he ready at <laughs> a moment's notice? He's not, he's not at that point where kids will freak out, but he is more conscientious of the things that he says and does. Because he just said it one day last week, he got really angry, uh, somebody on the road maybe or something like that. He's like, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to do anything. I mean, you know, I want them to see Santa doing something that he shouldn't be doing. So he's more aware now of what he says and does. So if somebody, yes, if somebody cuts him off on the highway, he can no longer chase that person down and curse and scream at them until he's red in the face because there might be a child in the back and you'll ruin exactly. the magic. You'll ruin the magic of life. Exactly. He'll, uh, he'll harm them. Or what's the word I'm looking for? He'll um, scar them. Scar them, yes. Scar them for life. For life. I wouldn't want that. But you do, he will have, he will. Always has to be prepared, right? That like if he's standing online at the shop, right? And some kid is like, Santa, you don't get to cut the line? He has to come up <laughs> with an excuse at a moment's notice. He's like, no, I also need diet ginger ale. <laughs> Good boy. Now run, run off. Run off. <laughs> Allow me to play for my bologna in peace. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> It's pretty amazing for me to see him play Santa because he's totally different. No, not totally different. I mean, he's not like an ogre when he's not Santa. He, <laughs> but when he's playing Santa or he's thinking Santa, he's, he's just so it's so different. It's sweet. It was very surprising. And again, part of that magic of the whole experience. And I feel bad because he's I'm fo- good at it. He's very good. Well, And I'm focusing a lot on Santa because he, you get to, right, he has the beard. That doesn't go away for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. You get to go like put on jeans and a t-shirt and you're not Mrs. Yeah, Claus I anymore. I don't look like Mrs. Claus. <laughs> so is nope. do you feel like a similar transformation in any way? Or is, is Mrs. Claus like a little bit more auxiliary? Or do you feel like you also tap into this sort of side of yourself that you didn't necessarily know was there? No, I think I think because when I'm not in my costume, I don't look at all like Mrs. Claus. So I I, I guess not the same mm-hmm. because if you saw me on the street, you wouldn't guess it. Yeah. That's yeah. not what I ever thought I would do. Never, never something I thought <laughs> I would grow up to be. So <laughs> it was not on the radar at all. Now tell me about the first so home visit. Cause when you go from the restaurant where somebody says, Hey, help me out. I got this charity event. You go, Oh, cool. And then mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, that actually was pleasant. And then school calls, Hey, special needs class. It wouldn't mean a lot. Yeah, of course we're going to do that. Of course. Definitely. Yeah. When it crosses over into enter my private home where there shall be four people and you will be Santa, that's mm-hmm. a weird night of your life, right? That's that's one where you go, let's see how far this experiment's going to extend. True or false? Yeah, true. Walk me through yeah, the it was, first it was one. great for me, nerve-wracking the first time. Uh, the first time I went to a home where it was a little girl, she was six. Uh-huh. And... Um, <laughs> It was just, she had questions and it was mostly for Santa, you know, what do the reindeer do? Where do they, what do the elves go after they work? Um, just lots of questions. And luckily he got to answer those because it was the first time and I was very nervous. And did the parents know so, this was your first home visit or are you trying to keep a straight face through that? Yeah, we didn't tell him it was the first one. <laughs> you didn't? No. No, we, he had done one before. That was our first one together. He had done one before. Um, uh, a girl I worked with had posted on Facebook. Um, you know, this was a year ago that it was almost Christmas and where can I go? That's not going to have a long line. Um, and I saw it and it was a Sunday afternoon and I sent on, you know, on the Facebook post, I was like, Hey, you want me to send my husband over? And she called me and I sent him over and he wasn't too happy at first because <laughs> it was a Sunday and it was football. <laughs> he got the changed. chiefs are playing. <laughs> What about me? He got changed and he went over. <laughs> the Packers are playing. 
trying to watch the Chargers. You're making me go do the Santa thing. <laughs> yeah. And then you're sitting no. there going, well, if he you want to break not- a child's heart. Exactly. That's what I said. I said, she needs her picture taken. She was three or four. And so he knocked on the door and they let her open the door. And, you know, that, that joy, that look, Santa. And uh, he went in and asked her some questions and talked to her and sat for pictures. And she has a little sister that didn't quite want to get as close. So Uh they shook hands, I think. She didn't get as close. But he asked all the kids every time he, he goes what his favorite cookie is. So every home we've gone to now believes that Santa's favorite cookie is peanut butter. Yeah. I mean, how can it not be peanut butter? Cookies are delicious. Now, I can't help but notice you said in that situation, do you want me to send my husband over? And then I sent my husband over. It sounds like you kept your Sunday. Sounds like you actually got him out of the house and had a little more free time to your house that, to yourself that I was at work. Oh, you were at work. I was actually at work. Oh, you were at work. Yeah, I was at work. Okay. Because I was like, sounds to me like you just had a chance to not have to listen to football in the background and get to kick your feet up for a few minutes, but okay. No, Working no, hard. I actually like football too. Working hard. No. Okay. Fair. Fair. No, but he had such a fun time that I decided that's when I was like, okay, maybe I should go all in too mm-hmm. and we'll do it together. Yeah. More of a one-on-one experience and the kids can ask questions. It's not hurried. You know, when you stand in line at the mall, you got to get through and take the picture so the next, next child can go and you don't have that rush. Yeah. And have you ever had a situation where you get to a house and it's only adults there and you immediately have to wonder what the hell is going on? What's going on? No. I've thought about that though, but no, we don't. We we have a, a, a lady that wants us to do pictures next week with her and her 17-year-old son. And she mm. said that they have had a picture every single year. She said that's what she asks for Christmas. She just wants a picture of her child with Santa and that child is now 17. Mm-hmm. So this is a person who then would be in on the joke and the parents I being clear. I think so. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, and listen, I'm not trying to get too weird, but there's going to oh, come. How much time a, do we have left? What's that? How much time do we have left? I'm sorry. Oh, 14 and a half minutes. Okay. I'm, Continue your thought. I, yeah. And then I want to open the floor. If there's anything I have I, something I want to say in the last... Last five to ten minutes, I have something I want to say. Okay, I'll, I'm I'm fascinated by this. We'll we'll explore this topic and then we'll get to that. Be, and okay. now everybody everybody knows where I'm going. And a lot of people are going, Geth, don't don't go here. But there's gonna be a day <laughs> where you knock on a door, and it's gonna be some adults, and they're gonna say, Hey, uh, well, you know, the kids already went to bed, but we do have a hot tub. And you guys are going to have to deal with some Santa and Mrs. Claus fetishists out there. And I'm just bracing you for that now. Have you thought about this before? No, not. It's crossed my mind, but I thought, no, that won't happen. Something like that won't happen. You just have to, it won't happen. I have to hope. If that happens, you go, and they go, now we're not going to pay you unless you get in the hot, we want our pictures in the hot tub. Do you get in the hot tub or do you say, we don't need the money. Thank you so much. I'm going to go home and watch football. Depends on how much higher on the money they go, but wow. no, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> no. How, how much are we talking to get Santa and Mrs. Claus in the hot tub? How much are we talking? Oh, $1,000? $10,000? No. <laughs> I don't know. What's the indecent proposal rate here? Huh? What's the indecent proposal rate on this one? The indecent pro. I remember that. No. That's a good movie. Okay. I don't know. Now you said you said you had something you wanted to make sure you uh you got to. I feel bad. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that. So oh, the, the floor is yours. I just happened to look over and saw the time and it worried me. I was like, "Oh my goodness. I went a lot faster than I thought." Um no, um going after Christmas, I wanted to make a public service announcement about New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Um please don't shoot your guns in the air. Um I want to say seven or eight years ago, uh, somebody shot their gun in the air and it shot my son in the head what? while he was driving. Yeah. It was a very, uh, it was like a very freak accident. The The chances of the bullet coming down and landing while he was driving, it hit him in the back of the head. Um, and he managed to pull his car over and came to a stop and we had just left a party. So it was like 12, 15, 12, 30 on New Year's Eve. And we were driving home and he called me 
and we were ahead of him a little ways. And he said, um, he said, mom, my, my head hurts and my window is shattered. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, my, my head hurts and the window is shattered. And I said, okay, I'm on my way. So I turned, we turned around and went back to him and he's right. The window was completely shattered, like little bits. And, um, we were in the middle of nowhere. I, there were no houses in sight. We were on a country road with trees. And I literally thought, man, what are, are there some kids out here throwing rocks? I mean, what's going on? And, uh, I looked at his head and it was bleeding. Uh, so I called an ambulance. Sorry. Um, I called an ambulance and when they came, they looked at him over and they said that it didn't look serious and that if they wanted me to take him, they would, but they thought I could take him home and clean him up and all would be fine. And so I did, I, I got in the driver's seat and my husband drove our car home with the other kids and I drove him home. And when we were walking to the house, he, he kept like wavering, like he wasn't steady on his feet at all. And I said, my husband, well, I'm really just not comfortable with this. I think I'm going to take him to the emergency room. And we went to the emergency room and they were cleaning it up. And a lady had these tweezers and she pulled it out and she showed me the shard that she had. And it, it wasn't glass. It was a piece of a bullet. And so they took him to x-ray and they, um, checked out what else was in there. Um, but you know, if you feel the back of your head behind your ear, I mean, mm -hmm. you feel that big bone. Yeah. That's where it landed. And is he okay? The doctor said that that, yes, he is. He still has some fragments in his head, but he did survive. Thankfully, but the doctor said that bone did its job by stopping the bullet. Of course it went through the glass first and who knows how far it traveled because we don't know who shot it. And, um, but before I knew it, they were doing the x-rays on him, and I had the police questioning us. You know, what was going on at the party? Was there a fight? And it was a family get-together. I had my two younger kids were still teenagers. They weren't even 18 yet, and um, we played games. And I think my husband and I might have had a beer or two, but the rest of the kids did not drink, luckily. So we could honestly stand there and say we were, you know, we were sober. There was no flooding. Nobody had a gun at the party. Nobody was mad at anybody at the party. And I, I was just like in disbelief. I'm standing there going, they think we shot him. Or <laughs> they think that he, we might've shot him, but no, when they researched, when you know, they, they came back and said that this had to have been a stray bullet that, that came down. Now that's terrifying. Sorry I had to do yes. that. I know you posed it as a uh, a New Year's holiday PSA. Don't shoot guns in the air. Celebrate. I'm going to go ahead and say, just don't shoot guns in the. Don't. Why are you randomly shooting guns in the air? Shooting people right. in the head. I agree. What are you doing? I agree. If you really need a loud yeah. noise, you go buy a firecracker. Shooting guns. Mm -hmm. This is exactly wild. Well, I'm, I'm so. That's really horrifying. It was, it was and it, like, it was more horrifying as it, we learned about it at the time. Like I said, I was like, what are these kids doing? And there's, they should be in bed. Why are kids throwing rocks at cars? Um, but it clearly wasn't a rock. Now, being that I know everybody's okay, because it's, yes. that's really scary. And I bet there's people out there who have similar stories yeah. that don't uh, end as well. And it, that's it, it, awful. People got to be responsible I'm not a huge mm -hmm. fan of guns myself. I know other people in other areas of the country, it makes more sense for them, but you can't be foolish like this. We all can agree with this. Right. Now that I know everybody's okay, mm -hmm. may I say something that's a little bit um, sure. dark humor? Sure. I bet there's a lot of listeners to this show. For the first 45 minutes, we're going, look at this. I know. It's a Christmas episode. He's talking to Mrs. Claus. Oh, what happens when a kid freaks out? Hey, is Santa going to get in the hot tub? Oh, light, funny Christmas. Oh, nope. It's beautiful anonymous. So, of course, somebody gets shot in the head. It's beautiful anonymous. We can't get through an hour without somebody getting shot in the head. I'm sorry. I just thought it's a good opportunity. It's so rare that that kind of thing could even happen. But do you know what his nickname was when he went back to work after that happened? I, I can't imagine. Ricochet. Ricochet. It's a cool nickname, at least. Yes. 
It is a comic name. And I don't want you to feel bad because it would be, I feel like you do have to put, in general, in general, let us just say, nobody needs to be shooting guns off for holidays. Holidays can't be an excuse to drive drunk. I had a cousin pass away on New Year's Eve when I was in seventh grade because of a a driving Mm -hmm. accident. The holidays, especially this year, right? People might, a lot of people might not see their families, but I bet there's going to be a lot of people who do decide to get festive. And because we've been so under uh, uh, such a mass amount of pressure, it feels oppressive. I bet there's going to be people who go way too hard this year. And there's nothing, you know, these tragic things happen. And the holiday season, it makes them feel even more tragic. So yeah, I'm glad mm-hmm. you said it out there. Even though, of course, right? I always, I I do always pride my like. Sometimes people interview me at the show. I go, even in the darkest ones, I'm proud because I feel like generally managed to find at least one laugh. But this one shows mm-hmm. the inverse is true. Even in an episode <laughs> yeah. about Santa um, performing for free in special needs high school classes, we can still find we'll, we can still find the dark. Even in the most heartwarming of episodes. <laughs> We can still find the moment of (laughs) the moment of true human reality. We always find those as well. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Now again, so sorry that happened and so happy everybody's okay. Can I ask you? So it's right now we are recording this officially. It's one week from Christmas. What's the schedule like for Santa and Mrs. Claus? Oh, we have a an appointment tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be an outside appointment for a food drive at a church. Beautiful. Um, never been to the church before, so and we don't actually uh, go to the church. I'm not even sure what kind it is, but they were doing a food drive, and they reached out, and we thought, why not? It's outside. Uh, we have an appointment tomorrow afternoon. The mom said that um, she has four autistic boys, so we're going to hopefully That's hopefully so bring them some joy. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, Those are in the same day? We have day? an appointment or do you say back to back? Yeah, same. Yeah, day. those are. There's a little bit of time in between, so I've got a can of Lysol spray. I can spray us down to make sure we're we're clean before we go to the next appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, got plenty of masks and uh, visors. I've got one of those that have multiple ones that came in the package, so we throw it away after each use. And then on Sunday, we've got an appointment with um. I'm not sure how many children there are, but we have an appointment Sunday afternoon. And like I said, that one Monday afternoon, that lady Monday evening wants one with her 17-year-old child. And then we have virtual appointments on, on Christmas Eve. Virtual appointments? Yeah, I think uh, and my, well, I won't throw this at the end, but my husband just recovered from cancer. And when he went for uh-huh. one of his um, appointments, I know, but he's good. He's good. Good. He went up to the desk and the receptionist said, you look like Santa. And he goes, he pulled out a business card because we had some cards. He goes, well, I am. And he handed it to her. And she booked a virtual appointment for her son. Virtual appointments. That's so so nice. Santa can tell him to be good and go to bed and he'll be back in a few hours. And then he goes and lays down and you say, okay, so you can Venmo us the cash. We're not getting off the line until it's in our account. (laughs) No, no, no. I actually had an appointment where she was going to Venmo it for me and she hadn't yet. And we left and he goes, do you have the cash? And I was like, no, no, she's going to Venmo it. And he goes, what if she doesn't? And I said, well, then she doesn't. (laughs) We still brought joy to two children. Look at that. Mrs. Claus reminding us what it's all about when Santa needs (laughs) that money to bet on the football games. (laughs) (laughs) Connecting a lot of dots here. Connecting a lot of dots. (laughs) He's the businessman, I guess. I'm just the softy. Nah, that's not true. He's a softy too. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. And and the idea that you're doing a food drive and then a family with autistic children and you make it all in the same day yeah. shows me that what a nice what a nice thing to do. What a nice thing to do for your community. Yeah. Really cool. We're Very trying. Cool. I like to think so. Now we've got two minutes left. I want to end okay. with a, here's a question that might be a lot to ask. But it kind of loops it around because we offhandedly said this at the beginning, but now you've told me so much about this experience in this world. Are there things, you know, you visited families, you visited situations where there are people who need 
a little more cheer than others. Are there things you feel like you've learned about the holidays or about people or about the world? The things you feel like, oh, if I had never done this, I never would have known this. Yeah, well, um, definitely the um, the spirit of Christmas. It's not about the gifts. I know people always say that, but um, we don't always mean it. <laughs> but it's not. It's about family and children and the goodness. I mean, look at this the way this year has gone. This has been a horrible year um, for everybody. My grandmother passed away. My husband had cancer briefly. Um, and then we get to do this for a few weeks, for a month. It is the best way to end the year, especially this year. But we get to do this every year, and it, it is it, it just it's magical. It's wonderful. Well, that's really beautiful. And I want to say I'm so sorry for your loss, and I'm so sorry that yeah. your husband went through such a scary thing. But hearing it wrapped in that, that you still are getting out there and spreading so much love around. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it sounds like it was such a hard it gives year. You hope. So, yeah. It gives you hope. Oh, it's been a rough year for everybody, I think. But yeah. Is it something you found yourself looking forward to in the tough moments or is that just way out of your mind at that time? No, I look forward to the to the visits. I have been looking forward to it. Um I look forward to your show too, by the way. I love listening to your show. It's very comforting to hear other people's stories and their, their conversations. There's so many I relate to, and I love that. Um, ha- I that feel gives me comfort this year. Endlessly lucky that I stumbled into this one and that I get to be a part of such a great community and that I get to talk to people like you, Mrs. Claus. And our time is wrapped <laughs> up, but I really mean that. I got to talk to Mrs. Claus today, and that's a, that's a beautiful thing, and you're doing such good things for people. Thank you. So are you. Thank you. Mrs. Claus, thank you so much. Please thank Santa Claus for me. Tell him uh, all the things that I want uh, for Christmas, which is really, honestly, I have enough. I just want people to be happier and healthier out there in the world. I want less suffering, and I want us to stop killing the earth with uh, plastic and oil. Outside of those things, I'm good. And just thank Santa for being Santa. Thank you for being you. And thank you, Jared O'Connell. Thank you, Anita Flores. Thank you, Jordan Allen. Thank you, Shellshack. More about me at chrisgeth.com. If you listen on Apple, subscribe. If you listen on Spotify, favorite, Stitcher, follow. Check out our whole back catalog. If you want it ad-free, go to stitcherpremium.com slash stories. Thanks, everybody, so much. Have a happy, healthy, safe holiday.